Hey guys. Hey, welcome to another episode of Pretty Social Podcast. And we have a special guest for you guys Yay. today. <laughs> we have Maya with us. This is an extra, extra special special guest because it's my sister. Yes. <laughs> so, um, as you guys know, it is Women's Health Month. So, we're going to tackle emotional health today and just talking about going through really difficult times in life and, you know, how it can take a serious emotional toll on you and how to come out of that. And Maya has a very unique experience um, that a lot of people can't say that they've been through, especially at her age. So we brought her on to kind of talk to kind of talk to you about that. Yeah. So, yes, we want to talk about divorce and kind of like what that experience was like. So if you want to just introduce yourself first, yeah. like tell us who you are. What do you do? Yeah, my name is Maya. Um, I'm a nurse. I'm 25. Um, I have three children, and I was married at 18. You got married at yep. 18? Yeah. Okay, wow. I thought it was 19. Wow. Yeah. See, so, and that's I, an experience yeah, in I itself. Got out, I was out of school when we got married. Okay. Okay, so, and how long were you married? For almost four years. Okay, okay. Yeah. so that was 22 when... Wait. Was it four years? How old was you when you got divorced? <laughs> She's like, I you did not like do the me. calculations. <laughs> I, I know. Um, yeah, yeah, it was okay. um, 20, 20 years when we got divorced. Okay. okay. Like, do you know anybody else that experienced that? Like, do you have, like, a network of people that you can talk to who relate to you on this? Um, You guys, you and your Jean, and, um, <laughs> no, not really. Like, none of my friends that I grew up with mm-hmm. um, was married. Um, so they don't... Mm-hmm. Like around the time I was, yeah, and or even in a relationship all through high school, like me and right, so, more serious. Yeah, so yeah. no, so that was probably hard, like not being able to talk to like yeah. friends that could relate, like being married young or yeah. going through that and not mm-hmm. having like an outlet outside of like I'm sure like family and yeah, whatnot. yeah. They were going through their own things, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. So like um, when we were going through our separation, we really didn't. I didn't have them as a support to talk to, and they didn't really, they couldn't really understand yeah, because um, we were still young. Like at yeah. that age, you would usually think like you're, I don't know, partying and um, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to dibble and dab in who you want to be with. Yeah, yeah so, of course. Um, That's difficult because yeah. at 18, you really don't know how to give marital advice to anybody, oh you gosh, know. No. <laughs> but it reminds me of like in a way where we can relate is that like it's kind of similar to when you have a kid at a young age. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's yeah. it's like a lot of kids that age, 16, 17, 18, 19, don't understand mm-hmm. the huge transition you make when you go into having a baby and they still yeah. partying and dating and you know having fun and acting crazy and now you just made a serious change to life so it's yeah. we don't even think about how hard it is to find somebody just to be able to talk to and relate to mm-hmm. when you go through situations like yeah. that and even with having a kid early um when yeah. we before we got married I had my son mm-hmm. in high school and I was the first person in my high school to have a baby mm-hmm. so that was oh, yeah. oh, my Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it would have been different if it was like a high school that, you know, this it was is kind of common. Right. But I yeah. was like, it was the talk of the whole high school. I was yeah. so embarrassed. Oh. Even when it's kind of the norm, because when mm-hmm. I was at Garfield, I was pregnant my senior year, mm-hmm. and there were other girls pregnant, but it was still a shock factor. I feel yeah. like everyone was just like, oh my God, like teachers, like, oh my God, you're pregnant. Yeah. And everyone else is like, Oh, why are you trying to hide that you're pregnant? I'm like, I'm not trying to hide it, but I'm 18. Why am I gonna? Why am I gonna, am I gonna like tell you everyone? You want maternity photos? Right. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm 18. I'm, it's my senior yeah. year. I'm not trying to like let everyone know. You'll see it when my stomach's showing, <laughs> right. but I'm not about to like announce it to the whole world that yeah, I'm pregnant. Yeah, that's crazy because I never knew anybody closely in high school that was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I knew pregnant girls in high school, mm-hmm. but they almost, every time I knew somebody that was pregnant, I seen them isolate themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. I seen them walk around in shame. I seen them walk around with their head down. I seen them with the big baggy clothes and not talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of felt like I need to stay where I need to mind my business. But now thinking back, it might have been nice for them to actually have somebody not treat them yeah. like mm-hmm. the pregnant person at school. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. And interesting. Like, now that we're talking about, I mean, obviously, um, just women's health in general and mm-hmm. kind of focusing on, like, the emotional aspects um, that women face, uh, this process obviously was difficult, I would assume, especially, mm-hmm. you know, one of the aspects, not being able to talk 
to like friends about it, have anyone to really relate to. Yeah. Um, like, in what other ways was this difficult for you? Or how was this process for you overall? Because I guess some people, maybe it's not difficult. I'm just like assuming. Yeah. For, like, the divorce process? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very difficult, okay. actually. Um, so when it all happened, I was like, we were back and forth if we even wanted to divorce okay. so I was like yeah. moving back to my mom's house then yeah. going back to where we live and then back and forth till oh, it got so to it a point a while. yeah okay um until it got to like okay we really need to just go our separate ways okay. at this point yeah. so that it, that part alone I, we we had two children mm-hmm. and right. so mm-hmm. I was moving the kids with me every time mm-hmm. we moved back and forth so that was hard and then um um what may also made it hard is during the divorce process, um, he had another significant other. So, mm. um, yeah, that makes and it just hard. like you know the attitudes of people <laughs> just yeah, kind of made it hard. So, that's difficult. So yeah, it was it was hard. Mm-hmm. I really stopped. I kind of shut out. I didn't um, talk to none of my friends for months okay. um, mm. during that time, and I didn't go out to eat. I stopped mm-hmm. cooking. I stopped cleaning I just wasn't like in the mood for anything I even like I love to go do adventurous activities Mm -hmm. with my kids and take um my nieces with me also and I kind of just stopped doing that the whole summer I just wasn't mm. do you feel like it was um some sort of like signs of depression or you just kind of felt like I just don't I just have too much on my plate and I just don't even want to do yeah it definitely was depression Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I remember you said that, like, it was really hard to go out to eat. Yeah. Do you think that was, what was the reason for that? Was it just the depression or was it just memories or? I think it was all of it. Like, um, it would be, excuse me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it would be memories um, that played a factor in it because Mm -hmm. I would be out seeing someone just with two kids and their spouse Mm -hmm. and then I would just break down and start crying or something. Mm -hmm. And then just, like, um, where was it? Like, it was our um, daughter's birthday, yeah. and we took her to Disney. On, well, I took her to Disney on ice, and it was so hard because, first off, that was, like, the first initial time that I was alone without my mm-hmm. spouse with me. So it was, like, yeah. it was very hard. hard I, heavy, I yeah. was, like, going through so much in my head, and I was just trying to get out of it, let, make sure my daughter had a good time mm-hmm. and all of that, but it was... And now, I mean, you said you had two kids together, and um, obviously they were very young mm-hmm. during this process, and, and it took a toll on you, you know, now transitioning to be a single mom. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like because they were so young, they didn't really understand, it was kind of like sheltered, or do you feel like they kind of was like, I mean, obviously they knew mom and dad aren't living together, but yeah. did it seem like it affected them as much as it affected you? Um, maybe, just a little okay. bit. Um, my my daughter not so much, but my son he remembers a lot of it. He remember okay. both of us being together and all yeah. of that stuff. So, I think it did for him. Um, and actually, I mean for her too because they kind of did act out in different mm-hmm. ways. Just okay. um, either it being whiny or just at school being a little bit more hyper than they usually okay. were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff. So yeah, I did see it in them. Yeah, and did you mm-hmm. ever, I mean, again, they're so young, but did you feel like you had to, like, sit down and talk to them? Like, hey, this is what's going on. Like, obviously, at a, you know, young age, Same a kid so doesn't little. understand, like, yeah. what divorce, you have to explain everything. See, I didn't really okay. explain it. Now, yeah. um, I'm, I think he did explain it to our son, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't really explain it, like, formally. Mm-hmm. I just kind of let things go. Yeah. Um, do they ask questions? Yeah, eventually, uh-huh. um, they did start asking crazy questions. Like, <laughs> um, my daughter, she's all, um, she's trying to get us back together. So she oh, kind of was talking about, um, like poisoning the girl that he's oh. with, with an apple. <laughs> she's watching the too much Snow White. <laughs> yes, too much. Like, she's a Disney princess ideas. for real. Oh, yeah. my, oh my goodness. And I'm like, that is not nice. But, yeah. yeah. So was it hard for them or you? Mm-hmm. Because you said that he um, kind of moved on to someone else um, mm-hmm. during that process. I mean, obviously, your daughter wanted to poison her with apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did it seem like... But uh, see, she loves, she loves her. Okay. Like, I would say, did it seem like there was animosity between n- them? Or was it no. just like, I want my mom and dad together, so I'm saying this, I but I that. also, you know, take fond of this yeah. woman? 
Okay. Yep. I think it's she that. She just was plotting. Yeah, she <laughs> just really kind of probably, she liked when we're able to be together yeah. and doing mm-hmm. activities, yeah. like, um, especially like for birthdays and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's their hardest part, but like she, I think what makes it, made it easier transition for them is that they had um, daughters, she had um, kids okay. also. Okay, so it was around easy the same for them age, to- so it was like. We get to play with some. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. a plus side. Yeah, yeah. So. and I think that one thing too that makes divorce seem so hard, at least from the mm. outside looking in, is that like it's never black and white. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you said, with the back and forth, yeah. it's like I don't yeah. think anybody just says, you know what, I want a divorce, I'm done, and then it's cut and dry and it's easy like yeah, that. Like that back and it's forth, still so many feelings, it's still so many emotions, it's still so many ties that you have to that person oh, sure. that you can't. You know, you cannot make up your mind. So it's just like mm-hmm. you don't realize all the yeah. intricate. So what what else would you say was a very difficult part of the actual process of finalizing it, you know, with dealing with courts and lawyers and stuff like that? Yeah, it was definitely um, dealing with the courts and trying to, like, make everything even, mm-hmm. um, especially with the kids have, um, both seeing us every single day together, mm-hmm. it was like, how can we um, still incorporate incorporate that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was hard, and like, um, just trying to um, figure out where things that we built together was going to go. Okay, even yeah. financially, um, it was like stuff that like. Um, I don't know, like a loan that we took out together. Mm-hmm. We had to figure out how did that go? Mm-hmm. How would that, um, if it would be, um, what am I trying to say? Split evenly? Yeah, if it would be split evenly or if it would be like, um, I would have to, like, so most of my student loans, even though we did it together and he was like a co-signer, they put it all on me. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, does it feel like, because I've heard different spectrums of this of like typically I hear like the horror stories of divorce like it's drawn out it's long mm-hmm. like you have to keep going and it's like you don't just go and say this is what we want and boom it's done did it feel like it was like a super long process that wouldn't stop it depends on that other person okay definitely <laughs> yeah so it's like the two are working together together yeah okay. which mines could definitely been drawn out long okay <laughs> but it came to a point where um the longer it's drawn out, the more money you have to spend on your lawyer. Yeah. So, so it's like, I want to hurry. Yeah, let's, get, just, let's just settle this done. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why we kind of just like hurried that process up because mm-hmm. we were spending a lot of money. So it only took us about a year. Okay. To, um, get and that just sounds so crazy. I mean, because I've never experienced, obviously, I'm the mm-hmm. one who's single. I've never experienced marriage or anything like that. So it just sounds so crazy to me. Like, only a year. I mean, but that's that's <laughs> yeah. short compared it to was, some people's it divorces. It seems like it was a long time, but yeah. like because of the court dates being, um, we had to do mediators mm, and okay. stuff mm. like that. So everything was just like um, scheduled it long. Okay, yeah, like it was long spurts, spurts between. Of, yeah, okay. mm. it was scheduled kind of. Different. And then COVID was around that time, so yeah. that played a part. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, it sure That's was. Hard. It is. Now, like, after the process, or even mm-hmm. through the process, how, like, were there certain ways that you found yourself coping with it? Like, how were you able to kind of get yourself through, like, the depression and everything else? Honestly, I coped horrible. Okay. I did not cope good. I mm-hmm. looked for other things. I looked for other people. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I didn't cope really well. Okay. And then one day I just woke up and was like, this is not me. This is mm-hmm. not how I want to be. I don't, it's not how I'm acting right now is not feeding my soul how yeah. I wanted to. It wasn't yeah. elevating me. Um, I was going through school during my divorce and I almost quit. I was almost mm-hmm. done. I probably had a couple more months left. But I just really was like, you know what, I just need a break. I don't want to do nothing right now. Yeah. But my mom kept telling me, like, just go. Just continue to go. You ain't got nothing else to do. So, <laughs> I mean, right. and I'm glad I did because after the divorce, I came out with something else. And it wasn't yes. like I was just putting so yeah. much on my plate um, mm-hmm. yeah. with not having a, a job, at least, with mm-hmm. that. Because then I didn't have a job, so I was literally... No money, divorcing with two kids and having wow. to build myself all the way up mm-hmm. because I was a stay-at-home mom. I didn't do 
anything but yeah. help my spouse. And I can't imagine <laughs> how that how hard that would be. Yeah. Like it's one Starting thing if you're yeah if you're working already and you kind of have like an established career yeah. and mm -hmm. you know obviously it's still hard to divorce, but um, you know at least you know when I leave this place like I got my money I know how to do. It. But yeah. then being a stay at home mom mm -hmm. and being like I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do because. I can't stay at home now. Yeah. I have to go out and work. Yeah. I have to make money because I have bills to pay now. Yeah. And then, like, one of the things is, like, being a mom doesn't stop. So no, it's like as much as we want to be depressed and stay in the bed all day and don't eat and don't leave yeah, the house, we can't because we, no, we got these little faces in front of us and they need food and they need mm. clean clothes and they need laundry. So yeah. do you feel like that was difficult too, just being a mom still? Yeah, it was very difficult. I just... Usually when I did cook, if I um if I didn't order out or anything, yeah. I would just cook them some food and didn't eat for myself. Mm -hmm. I just was, um, but I did. I still kept up on like laundry and stuff yeah. like that. But just being happy and showing them like just being happy was just hard yeah. to show them. Yeah, because I wasn't. And I didn't want them to feel that. So sometimes right. I would try yeah. to act like it, but then other obstacles in life would come and just throw it all the way off, and, mm -hmm. and I would feel like I'm going 10 steps back. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it was just, yeah. Yeah, that's just difficult because I remember mm -hmm. seeing a post that said, like, divorce feels like death. Wow. And, it's, mm -hmm. and I believe it because even though I have not obviously experienced divorce, I've only been married once and I'm still in that current marriage, I have experienced separation. We separated mm -hmm. temporarily mm -hmm. uh, once or maybe twice. And that feeling is like terrifying, you yeah. know, it's very scary, it's very dark because it's like you literally planned on this being the rest of your mm -hmm. life and now you're being faced with no time yeah. for change. And I think that a lot of people, and I do commend you for that because I think that a lot of people have an extremely difficult time picking their self back up. Yeah. It's just like losing a loved yeah. one. I commend people who lost somebody very close, like a parent or a spouse or a child, mm -hmm. and they still can carry it on with life because it's just yeah. so hard. So I really do commend you for, you know, taking the time that you needed. You know, it's, yeah. it's, some people, it would take them way longer than it took for you yeah. to, to pull their together. And honestly, some people don't, always come out of that like some they people don't. stay in that yeah, whether if it's bitterness true. or depression or just replaying it in their head that mm -hmm. and they just it's hard for them to ever get out of it and mm -hmm. some people take it you know like you guys are saying is into the next relationship and mm. that's where um i'm not all the way where i want to be in my healing process yeah. but i do recognize that i'm not ready for another relationship yeah. until i know that um what i want what Right now, I'm just looking at what needs do I like, like what things yes. do I like, what what's yes. important to me, so then I can be able to articulate that to whoever else I want to be right. with. Right, your requirements. So important. So, yeah. I think yeah. so many people don't know that. Like yeah. so many, so many people don't think about that. I mean, especially when you're young, but even like people in their 30s you know mm -hmm. they don't think about what is it do that I actually want mm -hmm. it's just like oh this person like gives me butterflies we love each other we've been together for a while yeah. let's jump in and not really have those mm -hmm. discussions like can you meet my needs and can I meet your needs exactly. and what are the visions what are the goals and you know when that part's left out sometimes you find yourself in this position or you find yourself from you know relationship to relationship mm -hmm. relationship because you're True. unhappy in those places yeah, unhappy yeah because yeah. you don't know what you require yet you don't mm -hmm. even know sometimes we don't even we have to figure out how to truly love ourselves oh, first yeah. Yeah. before you know but I think we don't love ourselves sometimes and we try to fill that void in by love, having somebody else love us and yeah. it just don't ever end up working out that way yeah. it doesn't. so before we get too far away from um, you talking about like the healing mm -hmm. um you said that um eventually you got to a place where you was like this is not me like mm -hmm. what did you what do you think uh, were some of the first steps that you took when you got to that point like i have to change like i have to figure something out to get out of this space um i i just started like dating myself okay um i started going out taking yeah. myself out on dates and um, getting out of my comfort zone with that because it was really hard. It was awkward. <laughs> it was <Man>. like, um, <laughs> so like my friends that I did have, they were moving in uh, different places and stuff. So mm -hmm. I just started like just um, being okay with my own company. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one way. And um, then I prayed a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. I had a couple mentors that I, that helped me through a lot of it. So yeah, it was 
Now the mentors, were they someone who had similar experiences that could walk you through or they were just someone that you trusted and they were able to just kind of help guide you through to where you needed to get to in your healing? Yeah, they were kind of both. Okay. Um, one lady, she was going, she went through something similar okay. that I went through. And yeah. Some just um, was older and yeah. just wiser. Right. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, sometimes, like, people that are older, like, they have seen that mm-hmm. a lot. They've yeah. had friends who've been through that because yeah. with age comes experience. Yeah, and, of no, course, sure. at the young age, even our young age, we ain't young like you, but we right. young still. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we're not in our late 40s and late 50s and mm-hmm. 60s to where we've seen lots yeah. of friends go through divorces right. and marriages and stuff like that. A lot of people our age haven't even been married yet and truth be told I got married young you know what I mean I think I met Darshan at 22 I got married at 23 so it Mm -hmm. was a lot of stuff that we had to overcome and 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 truthfully I think that we have dealt with some stuff that people have have separated for have rightfully got a divorce for Mm -hmm. but it's just the willingness I think Mm -hmm. to fight and continue to to try so uh, I want to ask you like what you know, what advice would you want to give to a young couple? Like, that? You maybe your age, maybe when my age, when I got married, if they're considering marriage. Um, well, for, I'll break it up like this. So, for like, um, uh, for a woman, I feel like you should, even if you would want to be the ideal um, stay-at-home mom with the kids, I still feel like you should always have something um, sustainable. Like, yes. do not just think that somebody, <laughs> yeah. you don't never know. Somebody yeah. may one day wake up and just be like, I don't want you anymore. Yeah. You don't yeah. have absolutely Or pass nothing. away. And yeah, they or literally pass away. have yeah. no option. Yep, and then what, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, just make sure yes. you have something. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't know what even an Etsy shop, yeah. like any anything, anything to like make some a rainy sort of day fun. Yes, yes. <laughs> like don't ever just put your eggs in one basket. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that and then, just um, as a whole, I would just say, um, just make sure like you guys understand what you actually want, and it's um, be direct on what how you feel. Mm. If you don't feel um, like you want this forever, and it's just like a moment to. Say that. Um, express yeah. your feelings. Make sure that person knows um, how you feel right now mm-hmm. in that moment. I think that'll help a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, communication's key. Mm-hmm. I feel like one issue that couples have, just in general, whether if you're married or just yeah. dating, is the communication yes. aspect. It's like, I need, I can't assume, I can't guess, yeah. and if I'm doing something wrong or if you're upset with me in some sort of way and you're not telling me, mm-hmm. how can I fix it and yeah. vice versa? And it's like, I wish people would just be more open to like communicating things. Even if you feel like, I, and this is me personally, even if it was going to hurt me, mm-hmm. like I would still want you to tell me yeah. because Absolutely. I want to know because it's never going to be resolved until I know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to talk about it and then they get mad at the person and it's like, how are you going to get mad at me? Yeah, You exactly. ain't never said nothing to me about no, it. Oh man, that is a common issue I hear a lot in marriage. Mostly with women, we have our expectations mm-hmm. of what we want. Um, and, and we just think the man is supposed to know, but we don't realize men are so dumb. Like they literally have oh no clue. It's the truth. It is what it is. I didn't make the rules, but God did. God, God did. About that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I mean, men, okay. I'm not gonna call y'all dumb. I guess, but they know legitimately and probably rightfully so they have no clue what we want i don't know why we think they know what we want whether it's flowers or surprises or date nights Mm -hmm. a lot of men are not naturally wired that way Mm -hmm. there are a few men who are romantic you know what i'm saying and they will go out of their way to do things like that or they will go out of their way men will literally go to work every day and feel like i'm doing enough like i go to work every day i bring home a paycheck and it's like no i need to and then men they kind of do the same thing um, to where they may be struggling with something, but they won't talk, talk about, about it. it. They yeah. just push through and push through and push through. And it's like, talk to me, yeah, you know? Yeah, everybody's needs matter in a relationship. Sure. So, like, yes. if they, if I require something, I know you require something. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, let's see how we can compromise in the whole thing. Like, how can we both make each other happy in this? Exactly. Yeah. So, I think that would be very important for anybody in a relationship. Just 
um, be more soft-hearted to what your spouse needs. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's really good. That's yeah. really good. Mm -hmm. um, you also mentioned that at this point, you're not like, you don't feel like you're ready to date. You're still in the healing process. Um, I think maybe like I can date, but okay. like, um, like but a serious, serious. Okay. like, I, yeah, I mean, this dating game nowadays is crazy. <sighs> So you I mean, ain't gotta tell me twice. I'd be like, oh, yeah. this is for the birds. I don't want this. Really? I don't want this, God. Just yeah. take this desire from me, cause um, I, I'm good with the people out here. Right. Right. Maya just told me yesterday. I think it was that she was gonna become a nun. Yep. That, <laughs> like, I swear I say that sometimes, and I'm like, God, I better be careful, cause I might just mean, end up becoming right. a nun. Cause right. even out just here become a missionary crazy. somewhere in Africa, and live yeah, a happy yes. life, a man-free life. Yes. <laughs> but do you feel like if it's the right person and you're you know you've gone through your healing process and you mm -hmm. feel like you're you know ready for something serious would you see yourself getting married again yes yes yep. okay mm -hmm. that's good i don't not i don't not love marriage i still yeah. feel that same yeah. way about it it's still beautiful yeah. it's still everything i would imagine although i never imagined to get married <laughs> or yeah. have kids i've always want, wanted to like go to New York and yeah. be You wanted free. to be the auntie. Yeah. The one that just <laughs> the rich auntie. Yes, that's what you yeah. wanted. Like, you know, usually girls be like, yeah, I'm going to get married. I'm young and, or just have a big family and blah, blah, blah. This, I didn't dream of that. But now that I was in it, I yeah. do see the beauty in it. Okay. And I would love to do it again yeah. the right way though. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and I think that when you're older too, um, mm -hmm. you have more fight you know not saying yeah. that you didn't have fight you know what i'm saying but both people may not have had i, I didn't all the have fight. Fight then. you don't think so no really didn't. you didn't think, Do you, think that? you just were like tired like of the back and forth back and forth yeah. it's just like okay mm. like we, we can't keep going back and forth like it's just done yeah and it got really toxic so yeah. i just kind of mm -hmm. was like whatever yeah at, for, at that point it was no worth it, it wasn't was, worth mm -hmm. fighting for once yeah. it gets to that point nope yeah. yeah, and we did try to work it out a couple of times. Like, okay, mm -hmm. we we won't divorce. And right in, I mean, we put so much money into divorce, and we was talking about maybe not divorcing. Cause it was so expensive. yeah. And then it was just like, uh, no, we need this. Yeah. It's like laying out. Yeah. Like, do you want to save some money yeah. and be in something toxic, or do you just want to like just say chalk it up and say take the money? Yep. I'm getting out. Yeah, that's so difficult. Yeah, yeah. I think that like, um, and with that being said about like the fight I think for me I've had always had this mentality which I don't know if it's sometimes I think it's kind of good or and kind of bad mm -hmm. but I'm just like I am not leaving this marriage like I don't care what you do we're gonna have to work it out you're gonna have to get counseling I'm not leaving I said I told my husband many times like if we ever let broke up is because you left me i'm never leaving you i'm not i said the only reason i could see myself leaving is if you physically put your hands on me because mm -hmm. i cannot let my daughter see that and he yeah. would never do that and he yeah. has never done that yeah. but and i and i i've never i could not be in a relationship with somebody who i physically fear mm -hmm. yeah, you know what i mean yeah. um but i always said that was the only reason i would leave but i do kind of feel like that may not be healthy because there's a lot of other ways a person can abuse oh, you and use you and take sure. advantage of you besides hitting you, you and know? I think that's why my marriage came to an end as it did because I didn't leave when I actually had probable causes yeah. too I just mm -hmm. kind of was like well I'll just stay I mean I don't have to really do nothing I stay at home mom this is, I mean what else you have a good life yeah like, it's cool I mean, outside like, of the toxicity yeah, like. yeah so it was just like I guess I'll just deal with it but it wasn't like I said before it wasn't good um, I had things that I wanted, that I needed, and it wasn't getting um, met. met yeah. So, I mean, it kind of, think it started spilling over. Yeah. Causing other issues in other areas. I think complacency is, like, yeah. a norm, too. Like, mm -hmm. sometimes people just get so comfortable. Yes. And it's, like you said, like, I'm a stay-at-home mom, yeah. and I'm going to school. Like, right. like, I don't have to worry about as much as I would mm -hmm. if I was also working and stuff. And some people just get comfortable. And, yeah. like, this is, like, I'll deal with what and I have it, to deal with. It, of course, it would have been easier to just stay in that uh, position than to start all the way over like I had to. But, I mean, now looking at it, it's, I'm actually in a better headspace. I'm in a better, yeah. like, my spirit is better. Yeah. Um, 
than if I would have just stayed. Yeah, because imagine if you were still in, you know, you could still be in mm -hmm. that situation, yeah. unhappy, unhappy yeah. complaining, asking yeah. for the same things over and over again. But nothing. now you're in a position where you're learning yourself so that you, the next time you get in a relationship, it will be nothing like that. Yeah. It will be us both loving each other so much that we want to make each other happy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, like, sure. Sometimes, like, I feel like Darshan, he may not... I know he desires to make me happy and make me feel good and stuff. He just... I don't think he's a naturally romantic person yeah. that's just thinking about, oh, when she come home, it's going to be balloons everywhere and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. So he has to put yeah. a lot of effort into it. But I have to speak it out. I have yeah. to spell yeah. it out to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he has the desire to do mm -hmm. it he's not like oh my god you asked for too much or yeah. nothing like that so that that makes the difference for me yeah, i feel like true. you want somebody who even if they struggle to do it they have a desire to please yes. you and to meet your requirements that still. is huge because if they don't have the desire it's like what, what are we even doing here? <laughs> like, like, why, why are you are even we, here why, exactly, like me? why are we even <laughs> do you together like if there's no desire <laughs> for because at, right at that point you're just forcing it that's yeah. one of my reasons why well obviously i went through my healing process but it's like I don't want to be in a relationship and settle. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't. That is, like, honestly, yes. if I, it sounds kind of dramatic, but that's sickening to me. It is. Like, I can't imagine just sitting there settling. every day, like, <laughs> oh, it's you again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you? Like, I'm not even happy yeah. in this situation. Yeah. And I used to have that mentality. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's good or bad either. Like you say, I don't know if it's good or bad. But I had the mentality that if I ever got married, I would never get divorced. Like, divorce is mm -hmm. off the table, period. Yeah. Never happening. But I've talked to so many people who have gotten divorced, and I've seen the change. Yeah. Like yeah. how you talk about how mm -hmm. you left that, and now once you've gone through the process, and it was a hard process, but once mm -hmm. you got through it, you feel happier and healthier, yeah. and you're learning yourself, and you're just getting better for what's mm -hmm. coming up next. And yeah. I, I could not look at someone and judge them and say, oh, you got a divorce, mm -hmm. but you're happy. You're healthier. Yeah. Like you're not mm -hmm. in a toxic situation. Yes. And that doesn't mean like don't fight. I, yeah. I definitely think that if it's worth it, and two people are mutually invested, that that's another key. It's like mm -hmm. you have to both mutually be mutually invested in this. Like yep. you can't just keep talking about I need this, I need that, and not actually put forth the change. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, you just don't care. Yeah. But if two people are mutually invested, then yes, you can work it out because you guys are going to both fight for it. But mm -hmm. if it's one-sided or if there's toxicity, like I'm not, I'm, who am I to tell you stay in that? That's crazy yeah. because you have no idea, <laughs> you have no idea. how that no. person's feeling inside. Like you can be severely depressed yeah. and be just, and just keep a marriage And they'll tell you looks. just stay, just mm -hmm. stay. Like you hear all the time, yeah. elders, the women, they'll tell Especially you, don't leave that man. Especially yeah. in the church. Yep, yeah. and if you got a lot of kids and they, you ain't gonna find nobody else like him and, mm -hmm. da, 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 and it's just like, I don't care then. I don't want nobody yeah. else like him actually, yeah. first <laughs> right. of all. Like, that's why, that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, we it just been hitting me harder and harder lately how we really only have one life i only yes. get one set of 20s they're gone and mm -hmm. i spent my whole 20s depressed sad mm -hmm. body shaming myself insecure yes. hating the way i looked not doing the things i loved and yeah. now and i'm in my 30s and i'm like i'm 32 now so i'm going to maximize the rest of my 30s i'm mm -hmm. only going to be here yes. once and then here come the 40s and 50s and 60s god yeah. willing he let me see a hundred mm -hmm. but you know, life is too short for us to sit around in miserable situations yes. just because we're afraid of what other people yeah. going to think. We mm -hmm. have to live our life. We're the only person that can live it. It's only one life that we have. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to spend my life in a miserable situation because of other people's opinions. You know? And then did you feel like that ever played a factor in, like, the decision to divorce or not to divorce? Like, what other people would speculate on yeah. you or, like, how would they would view you? Like, were you afraid that, like, and I say church folk because you always hear in church. Like, yeah. Yeah. don't divorce, don't divorce, don't divorce. Like, no matter what. And it's like, do you feel like any of that, like, was pressure on you? Yeah, it was. I was really just ashamed mm. I, I would even like wear a ring <laughs> just yeah. to distract you know the fact that I didn't have my wedding ring yeah. so then people wouldn't like question like oh are they going through something mm -hmm. um and then social media didn't help either because it was black it like put it all over on social media oh, too gosh. so like I mean um I kind of got over that really quickly okay um after just like I can't change the fact what people are gonna think about right, it right. but it, it was very hard to like um even just going to family events and they asking about that person like where's such and such and then i have to oh we're separated you gotta talk, talk about, about it, about it. Uh. Um, and then i didn't want to come off rude like i don't want to talk about it because then i also you know give more 
talks. Right. Yeah. I feel like I would just be like, he at work. He's at work. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't talked to him in three months. He's he probably at work. At work. <laughs> I think like, he leave is. me alone. Yeah. Like, so it was, it was crazy. But yeah. I mean, I got over that part pretty okay. fast. Do you feel like you, I guess this is everyone's different, but like for you personally, was it, I, I mean, obviously awkward, but giving advice to other people who maybe inquire about situations, like they see a married person who is not wearing their ring, mm -hmm. or they haven't been posting each other, and maybe they talk to you. Do you think that it's proper for someone to, to ask that? To ask that, like in your experience? No. Would, okay. I think people just mind should your just business. mind your business until <laughs> that person is ready to yes. open up because you really mm -hmm. don't know what that person is dealing mind with. Yeah. Like they, you might yeah. ask them, and they probably is going to break down, and mm -hmm. I mean ball, because they might mm -hmm. not be at that point to yeah. talk about it yet. Yeah, yeah that uh, makes everybody is. Um, I would say divorce is definitely like a grieving process. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. It, it does seem like a, a death, kind mm -hmm. of. Not some like a someone actually physically dying, but like a loss of a friend. Mm -hmm. um, just that person is still alive and able to, you know, move on with their life and mm -hmm. stuff. It, it hurts about the same, I would yeah, think. Yeah, of course. Yes. I think, too, like especially now with social media and just everything. I feel like mm -hmm. people feel so entitled to know everyone's business. Yeah. Especially with like social media. Yeah. Like and I know I obviously I don't reach out to them, but I be getting myself in my in my thoughts sometimes. I'd be like, oh they haven't posted each other in a long yeah. time. Like, what are yeah. they doing? Like yeah, are they still that. together? Yeah, like too. and then my, the wheels are spinning in my head like <laughs> and then and then and this is bad. And I try to stop myself but then I'm like, let me go to their page and I'll be scrolling. Like, Dang, it's been twenty three weeks right. since they posted. Oh, the they definitely not together no <laughs> and, and I guess for me, like I said, I don't ever like reach out and ask. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not going to do that. But um, I can see why people, because everyone puts their whole entire life on social media. Mm -hmm. So I can see why people would yeah. wonder. But I do agree. Like I don't think it's anyone's place to come out and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Mm -hmm. Like people this be isn't bold, that. man. Like <laughs> I could not imagine myself just walking up to somebody asking them like. <laughs> So what happened? I seen y'all ain't yes. been posting no pictures yet. Like, what? People do that now, though. I can like, see it being like somebody that you talk to regularly. Yeah, like a close family. Not just someone that I barely talk to. Right. Just like, hey, what's up? With I didn't even know you knew we were together. <laughs> right. I don't even know you like that. Yeah. So I'm curious, and without sharing too much information, mm -hmm. I'm curious to know like. Can you explain the transition of, because y'all have kids together, so it ain't like, you know, you could just walk away and mm -hmm. never speak to this mm -hmm. person again or see this person again. How has the relationship changed from the beginning of the divorce to, to now? No. It's been a few years. Not much. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <Yeah>. Not much. <laughs> um, like I said, characteristics play a big part, just mm -hmm. like people's attitudes and stuff. Um, it was very hard. The, the other person was just... Really stubborn during the whole time um, during the divorce. Um, very angry at me um, mm -hmm. just for the, how it all ended and mm -hmm. stuff. So um, he held on to that anger, but now I would say it has changed quite a bit. Uh -huh. um, it's not as toxic as it was. We're able to communicate a little bit better um, regarding the kids, and it's not. At one point, he didn't want to like talk to me at all, so he wanted text mm -hmm. message, and I'm like, I'm always on the go. I can't just text you mm -hmm. real long paragraphs yeah. while I'm like in the middle of shopping, getting stuff, yelling at the kids. Like that's not how my life goes. So, um, we kind of got an understanding on that now. Okay. But um, yeah, it's it's getting better, and that's I do good. see um, a light at the, end of the tunnel with yeah. our um, co-parenting. That's good. That's mm -hmm. good. Now in the process of uh, you guys kind of co-parenting, um, one of the things that I kind of relate to is that I was obviously not married, but I was in a relationship with my son's father for mm -hmm. a long time, and I met him when I was 16. Okay. And we broke up when I was like 21, 22-ish in, okay. that, in that um, area, and we had a son. And like our relationship at some point during that you know five so years, it got toxic mm -hmm. and it got really toxic and I was so miserable to the point where I was like I have to leave mm -hmm. like it, there is no like staying and working out anymore like I have to leave and um, the I don't know maybe first couple years first couple 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 long long years <laughs> it was really hard it was yeah. really hard to like um, co-parent because you know 
sometimes feelings are still getting in the way. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, you know, people just let the their emotions, like, override their, like, logical mind. Yes. And it's, like, really hard to co-parent yeah. when that's involved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually we've gotten to a point where it is better. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more so because of me, because I stopped, um, I stopped, like, like, he knows what buttons to push. He's mm-hmm. known me for ever. Yep. So he mm-hmm. knows what buttons to push. And I would always react to those buttons. Yep, so true. it was my, I take a portion of uh, the responsibility because I was reacting to things yep, yep. instead of being like, and now I'm to the point where I'm like, nope, shut down. Like, mm-hmm. if, if I have to, you know, completely ignore you mm-hmm. for a week, yep. if I have to, like, and then I realized when that started happening, it was like, you no longer had the power to get under my skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, it was like, oh, okay, so now we can actually, you know, talk so, and, yeah. and, and be cordial and, you know, not be arguing all yeah. the time. Ooh. I think that's what, what actually played a part of where we at now, too, mm-hmm. because I had to start putting a lot of boundaries up um, yes. because it was getting to a point where we're not even together, but I'm still getting, um, what is it, emotionally abused yeah. by you. And mm-hmm. that wasn't fair. I'm like, I'm not about to not be in a relationship. Right. right. And like, still dealing with still this. Still dealing with this. That's like, true. no. Boundaries are yeah, everything. Yeah, so boundaries was definitely placed. And it kind of um, now is understood. And I, I feel like he's taking me more serious yeah. than when I didn't put those boundaries up. Mm. That's a good that's a really good point because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can take advantage of you when yeah. boundaries aren't placed. Yeah, like they think sure. they can talk to you any old type of way, they can treat you any old type of way yeah. because they know that um, they've done it in the past and you've you know yeah. accepted it yeah. or you've reacted the way that they want you to react. So like, oh, we're just gonna keep doing this. It's like cat and yeah. mouse. It's just back and forth, yep. back and forth. And then when you're like, absolutely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I, I'm going to either block you. I'm going to ignore you. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna see you when you come over. Like whatever it is. Like let them know like you are not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not talking to me like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Then they realize like, oh, mm-hmm. I really can't. Yeah. I really can't because if I do. They just gonna cut me off. Yeah. yeah, and I don't have. I'm not with them anymore, so I can't. I don't have don't that have power, nothing. that control to manipulate yeah. them, to yeah. take things away mm-hmm. from them, to put my hands on them, yell at them, mm-hmm. whatever the case is, because you set those boundaries. So real quick, yeah. Gabby, I want to ask you too, because I obviously know both of y'all situations. I'm yeah. close with both of y'all. Yeah. Uh, but still, even knowing your situation with your child's father mm-hmm. now. Do you feel like it's better now than it was in the beginning? Or do you feel like it's Like in still, the beginning of our relationship? In the beginning of y'all's separation. Oh, oh, yeah, it's way better. Yeah. Oh, good. It's way okay. better. I mean, obviously, there's still things, you mm-hmm. know. There's still things you have to deal with. And I feel like that's co-parenting in general. Mm-hmm. Because you guys were in a relationship at one point. Most people who are co-parenting were in a relationship at some point. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it. you have a kid. And it's like you guys both, both might have different values, different, like, outlook on parenting and things like that. So it's always going to be difficulties in that like just coming on to one accord Mm -hmm. um but for my situation it's way better Mm -hmm. um because i think early on when we had first broken up um it would mean it's just so fresh Mm -hmm. and i think without saying too much his emotions were still too high Mm. and it was like no, this is, I'm done. Like, we, we've gone, like you said, the back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth, where we would break up, get back together, break up, get back together when we were initially together. And this time, this time I was like, no, it's done, done. Yeah. Like, it's not working, that it's never again. <laughs> and I had to be very, like, honest about that because it's the boundaries. Yeah. Like, I think some people think, like, oh, okay, like, I can switch. And it's like, no, no. absolutely yeah, not you ever put your foot again. Down. And you know what? I don't think a lot of people recognize that men are the worst when it comes to men are the up. worst, and we get the bad rap. <laughs> we like, do. And everyone's always like, "Oh, the women's men so clingy. Are way the more women is always men that's because they emotional. put that out there. They like to say, "Oh, she crazy," but it really be them <laughs> stalking really you outside the window crazy. at night. Like, you better not have no man over there. Listen, like, I mean, sir. that's facts. <laughs> that is facts. But I think it's the man's pride. Yes, it's mm-hmm. their pride. Ego. They don't. Because they feel like, a lot of them feel like I'm the prize. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm the one. Like, you must not know how many women want me, this, this, and that. So when you are like, 
no, I'm cool. They're like, wait, what? what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? And it's their pride. Their egos hurt. Yeah. Because they, the, a lot of men want their ego stroke. Yeah. And a lot of women stroke men's ego. Yeah. I've done it before, too. Yeah. I've yeah. done it to where I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I know. Yeah, yeah I'm going to pacify that. I'm going to stroke his ego. Yeah. And then, like, when they don't get that anymore... They, they literally yeah. lose their mind. Right. Yeah. They don't know they what to do. They yeah. are so used to us yeah. being, because we did it. Like, if you think mm-hmm. back to your relationship, you think back to your relationship, mm-hmm. there was so many times you even said, like, that you would just deal with stuff. Yeah. You know, we catered to them. We wanted to keep them happy. Yes, we we want to do, and, yes, yes, and take everything, you know, and yes. just for... <laughs> And then when that goes away, they right. literally go crazy. <laughs> they start to malfunction. Like, what's yeah, going dude. on? Like, they start glitching and stuff because it's like they just <laughs> they like, don't know how to happened? handle it. Yeah. And I would love to do an episode about that. Like, just about how women protect men's egos. <sighs> yeah. Like, All not to time. get too far off topic, but you think about sex and, like, how many women have admitted to faking orgasms. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like that is so common that there are so many men walking around here with big heads, <laughs> yes. arrogant for no reason. Faking at the end. Like, higher time women we can't <laughs> yeah. be doing that like obviously it's been a very long time for me since i did that yeah. you know well right. all of us we ain't yeah. Yeah. Celebrate. <laughs> but um, that since we had to like been out there faking orgasms oh stuff. not that but i did ignore somebody's breath stinking this one time oh. and i'm thinking like maybe i'll be able to like oh. yes See, like, and that's the stuff we do, do for something. men to help their little egos yes. like i'll like, buy him toothpaste for his yes, birthday like happy birthday <laughs> Yes, we do stuff <laughs> like that. Stuff and, but then, no. Like, no, like, yeah, no, like, sir, not, your breath is kicking yeah. it. Like, and then they'd be so embarrassed because you called them out. Imagine if we started calling them out. Imagine if, like, mm-hmm. you was getting busy with somebody and it was whacking. You just literally like, like hmm. okay. But honestly, <laughs> and again, like you said, not to get far, but I do believe, like, women really need to do that. Men, too. I mean, men fake it. I don't think men really do as much faking as women do. I honestly don't think they do. I think they're more so like, let me get it. <laughs> like, I don't want to fake this. Yeah. But I honestly believe women really need to stop faking. We gotta it stop faking because you will never be satisfied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, especially if you're in a marriage, like I can't imagine being in a marriage and having sex and just. And, and having to fake it every yeah, day. Every, yeah, I'm yeah, faking no. it all the time. Yeah, like, no. no, you need to learn my body, sir. Yeah, and, 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 and communicate it. Like, if you know yourself and you know what, what you like, then you can communicate to him. If he don't want to do it, and then obviously there's, you know, some therapy and stuff that y'all have to go through. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like, we have to stop doing that because we you're never going to, to be happy and fulfilled in that. And I think a lot of times women who do end up stepping out, and uh, whether if it's on a boyfriend or a marriage or whatnot, a lot of times that can be because you're not getting your needs met, whether mm-hmm. if it's sexually or emotionally. It's like mm-hmm. you have to communicate those mm-hmm. things because if you're to. not, you don't want someone else to end up taking that place and now mm-hmm. you're in this situation. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's our, our it goes back to women. We talked about it before, being desperate mm-hmm. for love. Yes. We want to be loved so bad that we don't care if – he yeah. took me to steak and shake on the first date or something. I don't know. Crazy. Maybe yeah. not that bad. But, you know, I, I actually had somebody take me to steak and shake once. And oh. that was our last date. <laughs> and he didn't even tip the ladies. Steak and shake is better than a McDonald's. Oh, for oh, sure. McDonald's. Oh, no. McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Told my dad he was going to take me to McDonald's at that. I'm like, oh, wow. my dad. Like, sir, you are not that broke. And But then we don't even say nothing. Like, I should have said something to that man, even though I ghosted him after. I should have been like, why would you take me to steak and yeah. shake? Come on now. You know, but, you know, we have to start speaking up. It's our yeah. desperation. But I'm, I love this new wave of women. Yeah. Even though I don't claim to be a feminist or nothing like that, because I feel like some of that can be a bit extreme. Yeah. But I think that... Yeah. It is time for us to take our power back and start yeah. saying, like, this is what I want. This is what I deserve. Because I feel like mm-hmm. women really got the the power. And I'm yeah. still fighting oh, for us sure. to go on a sex strike. I think that we yeah. all, all the women of the I'm world. There. That's true. Yeah, be like, I've been started. I've been started a long time ago. I'm just waiting to see who's joining me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Darshan. I have to join in order for women's rights. Right. Like, I, we got to go on a sex strike. Tell these men <laughs> and get it. So, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. crazy. But, uh, yeah, women do have a lot of power. But I think throughout and we've talked about submission before and mm-hmm. i do i would love to get married one day and to be a submissive wife mm-hmm. and i mean i know we talked about you know us taking down that episode we need to revisit it again mm-hmm. because i think there's a lot of um 
misconceptions about submission. I it think is. a lot of times, a lot. a lot of people think submission means you have no voice, yes. you're quiet, the man controls you. And that, mm-hmm. I think, is one reason why women are so quiet about things because mm-hmm. they have been taught that submission means that. Yeah. Submission yeah. does not mean that you don't have a voice. Submission does not mean that you don't have needs and that you can't express yourself. It means a completely, totally different thing. But I think women need to get um, reprogram their mind mm-hmm. to understand what that looks like. And then I think that's also an important thing to talk about in the beginning of a relationship is like how does that look you know how would the dynamics of our relationship look are you going to be like a dictator because I can't be with no dictator like I want you to be the head of my house but you're not about to tell me what I'm going to do what I'm going to wear how I'm gonna I mean I hear Mm -hmm. about women saying that their man only lets them wear blonde wigs or whatnot and it's like I you you're not gonna have that much control over me sir like you can make big decisions you can run the house as the head of the house Mm -hmm. but you're not gonna run me yeah Mm -hmm. and I think that women need to understand like you can still be a submissive wife mm-hmm. and still have a voice and yeah. still help make decisions like mm-hmm. you don't you're not powerless yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah absolutely that's what I was going through wait um just starting to like date go out on dates and stuff mm-hmm. like someone told me I I didn't listen and I'm like well I am listening but I also require things and I don't feel like I have to them those things that no, I require I, down no. in order to benefit you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like obviously mm-hmm. we're just not meant not to be. Right? <laughs> and it's good that you had that conversation yes. early because yes. the last thing you want to do is get with this person, and then, fall in love, mm-hmm. be with each other, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah, because <laughs> that's yeah, scary. Exactly. Yep, because yep. that's the point and where we ignored us. At one point, mm-hmm. um, when I was going through um, healing, I yeah. looked, for, like I said, looked to other things. So then. I got attached to someone else and then we ended up having a baby, but I didn't put solid what I wanted Mm. on the table and made sure it was that we were like, I don't even know what it was called, honestly. Do you think that, (laughs) so you think you overlooked something? Yeah, I overlooked it and I just didn't even care to even, because I was just masking my marriage. It wasn't even like I wanted the, I didn't want a relationship, but it was, I had somebody just like that my, my ex-husband did. So it kind of took mm. that. Um, now I have someone yeah, too. Yeah, I have someone too. Yeah. They were um, going on trips with the kids and stuff. And I didn't have nobody to do that type mm. stuff with. So I kind of yeah. just settled for the moment. And it really wasn't good for my healing. That makes sense. And it yeah. makes me wonder because I, I don't know his side of things. I haven't had that conversation. So I'm not going to speak for him. Mm-hmm. But it makes me wonder, you know how much of that relationship that he moved on to so quickly was literally just to not think about it. Yeah, he he did tell me, he did admit to that, that most of it, he... He did do prematurely. He should have took some time to himself. Yeah. Um, but that seems kind of common with men. Yes, they it jump. It seems like they just jump breaks the next yeah. person when they're when they're out of a relationship. Yeah. Like when they're, whether if they're newly divorced or they just broke mm-hmm. up with their girlfriend. Like it's like they just move on to someone real quick because it's so like fast. I just, you know, a body there. And I think yeah. a lot of times women, mm-hmm. you know, grieve a little bit longer. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then, you know, how you're talking about you kind of just jumped into something. You didn't really set down your boundaries or what you really wanted. Um, sometimes we search for like temporary status. Satisfaction yeah. because you're uh, you're you feel like something's missing, especially yeah. being going through a divorce. You mm-hmm. feel like empty in certain areas, and it's like, dang, someone's showing me attention. Yeah, like mm-hmm. even if it's not um, the person that you're compatible with, or yeah. maybe it's just not a proper situation, whatever the case is. But that person's like feeding yeah, like was, your emotions, and yeah. you're kind of yeah. like, oh wow, like. Yep. He's making me feel good because everything else in the situation felt bad. Yeah. And then then you find yourself like, dang, but like it really, really wasn't. Yeah. yeah it like really it should have been you. Mm-hmm. Really and we just got to go through that stuff sometimes <laughs> to learn, yeah. you know. Yep. And we hit our heads. And luckily, you're still, how you're 25. Mm-hmm. You just turned 25 in November. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's like you're still so young, oh you know, gosh, and you're yes. learning so many things. And yeah. honestly, I do, I feel like. Because of a lot of what you went through, you are in so much of a different place than a lot of people your age. Like, it's literally people that's 25 that have no idea what they even want to do with their lives. (laughs) You know what I mean? That are still Mm -hmm. in and out of toxic relationships and still partying Mm -hmm. and still getting drunk. And they don't start to really start to get serious about what they want to do. Like, you already are a nurse and you're continuing your education and taking it further. And you have a lot of plans and stuff. And you've been able to figure out what it is that you want to do with your life. And there's so many people that... 
heck, I'm just now really truly starting to figure out like what it is that I really want to do, what's going to make me happy and not just what I have to do, you know, because I'm a mom and just getting there. So I think that puts you at a further advantage, even though like it's hard, harder to go through these things when you're young. Yeah. Um, it puts you at a, an advantage, I think, later in life because you've already yeah. kind of learned some of the lessons that yeah. a lot of people wait later in life to learn. Yeah. And it I, makes you mature. Yeah. And I, and I can talk to a lot of um, females like my friend, she's wanting to get married and stuff but she's going through some stuff and mm -hmm. i i'm able to talk her through some of the things that she's yeah. coming Absolutely. up against already early on mm -hmm. um just trying to direct her and making sure she understands that um you don't have to just because you got engaged you don't got to get married tomorrow you don't yes. have to get married within that year Ooh, or even wait. the day before you're yeah. married yeah. yeah or the day of your marriage, of like your if, marriage. if you haven't walked down that aisle and you're feeling reservations yeah. and you're like i and this is me personally I would rather be left at the altar than to go through the whole thing okay, and you yeah. have had reservations this entire time. Yes. Like, even though we've spent this money, we have everyone there, and it would probably be mortifying and embarrassing, but yeah. at least you saved me from going through a possible divorce later on. Like, yeah. you were able to make the decision and say, like, no, this this can't mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also good, too, is having, like, you're kind of like a mentor to some yeah. other women mm -hmm. and being able to talk to them, th talk them through that because women, we've already talked about, like, they kind of, uh, close their eyes to red flags, yeah. especially early mm -hmm. on in the relationship. And it's like, um, we're just like, oh, we're in love, we're in love, we'll work it out, we'll get married, we'll have kids, and everything will be perfect. And I think a lot of women mm -hmm. think that. A lot of women think that, like, we'll get married and things will get better. No. We'll have kids, <laughs> things will get better. And all, all, they really just add more add stress. More stress. <laughs> add more stress in the situation. So it's not going to get better. Yeah. Like, yeah. getting married or having kids with someone is not going to mm -hmm. you know lock that man in with you forever yeah, and we have to get out of that mindset of like but again I think that goes all the way back to like it centuries does. ago yeah. when mm -hmm. women that was their main value was like you have to be a wife yeah. you have to have a baby and like biblical times and if you didn't mm -hmm. have babies like yeah it was kind of like oh like she's the she's the curse of the family yeah. and it's mm -hmm. like we are still in that mindset yeah. yes. and even like just Ugh. beauty like we mm. always have we always been made to like have to look beautiful, mm -hmm. um, hair done. Men, mm -hmm. they didn't have to do this too much to, you know. <laughs> right, they just had to exist. They just gotta exist, but <laughs> we always have to be perfect, and I think that's what mm -hmm. make it harder. Just being a woman, period. Yeah, um, that's so true. Yeah, we just, they it's just hard. put so much on us. So much pressure. You think about <laughs> yeah, it, like, baby. it's like, if you don't look, look good, nice. if you don't keep yourself up, he's going to look at other women. Yes. Gonna, and it's like, why? Like, why, why yeah. can't I look why at don't you have self-control, sir? Yeah, exactly. Right, because y'all <laughs> don't always keep yourself up. Like, we talked about y'all want us to have perfect bodies, and y'all be having dad bodies. Exactly. Y'all ain't got one ab. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all want us to have the perfect silhouette, flat stomach, <laughs> right. perfect boobs, perfect butt. Like, no, right. why? We got to get rid of that. And that's why. To see your hair bumps under your chin. Right, we don't want to see that. You ain't had a haircut, like nothing. So it's just like, and we overlook that stuff because we love y'all. Yeah. And it's like women deserve the same thing. And yeah. that's why it's time for us to start setting the standard for, mm -hmm. for what we want. Yep. Yeah. And that's the only way we'll get it is if yeah. people put themselves first. And, exactly. Um, take time out to yes. see why you're not putting yourself first. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that. You know, women are nurturers. We are, mm -hmm. again, it's just ingrained in us. Mm -hmm. We are the caretakers. So we put everyone's needs before our own. We're mm -hmm. putting our kids' needs before us. We're putting our husband's needs before us. We're putting everyone else before us. Mm -hmm. And then we're left on the back burner and we feel drained and we feel tired and we feel unhappy. And it's like, you know, I think you said, I think it was you, Nikki, that said something earlier. It's like, you have to love yourself. Mm -hmm. How can you expect someone else to love you yeah. if you don't love yourself? You don't even like, know you, what you need to nothing. be loved. Yeah. And it's like, you can't expect someone to fill that void of you not loving yourself. Like, people pick up on those things. Yeah. Like, if they see that you're not, you know, treating yourself right, if you're not talking to yourself right, like, if you just show the signs of not loving yourself. People are going to pick up on that. Yeah. And they're going to, like, they're, they're going to, yes, exactly. <laughs> they're going to have reservations. Like, wait, like, you want me to love you? You want me to And you can't even do that for yourself. And mm -hmm. it's like, you have to. And I, and I get, like, I understand, like, sometimes you're in a depression. Yeah. Sometimes you're in something. Because there's definitely been times where I've been very mean to myself, where I didn't love myself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is a spurt that you have to, you know, have someone by your side that's going to push you through and get back. But you can't just be someone who's just not happy with yourself mm -hmm. and expect yeah. other people to just 
love you how you are, how but you, you are. don't even yeah. like how you are. You absolutely. have to work on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was a good episode. Thank you so much, yes. Maya, for coming on, for being vulnerable, for, for sharing. Me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think a lot of women will be able to take, you know, a lot of this and mm-hmm. really be serious because I think that's why divorce rates are crazy because they just don't consider yes. these things yeah. when they get married. They just only see the good and we don't, mm-hmm. we just block it out. We just yeah. like, oh, yeah. I don't want to think about the bad. I don't see your red flags. So, right. You know, so I think that this will be an eye opener to a lot of people, especially young people considering getting married. Yes. So. Yes. All right, y'all. So as always, um, everything's going to be in the description. Uh, Maya, do you want, I don't know, do you want people to follow you? Uh, <laughs> Shout out to social media out. Yeah, I don't even know about you. <laughs> Well, it's a, we'll link it down we'll below. Link we'll link it, it. Yeah, we'll put it in there. I just wanted to get her consent first because, you know, some yeah. people are kind of creepy. We don't, right. not, not our PSP family. She about to get them DMs that's going to be like, yeah. God told me that I was your husband. Yeah. It, yes. She about to be because getting them Because there DMs. are some out there like that. So if you haven't experienced it, just keep on living. And just know God did not tell them that. And God did not <laughs> tell God them that. Not. Like, you don't even he pray. Don't that. even be praying. Right. Just be lying. Be lying. It be lying on you God's name. You ain't talking to God in years. That's crazy. <laughs> right. How you tell? Tell me. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. New episodes every Monday. Um, we do our live recaps every Wednesday, 8 p.m. from our Pretty Social Instagram page. Make sure you follow us on all our social medias. And that's, that's it. it. All, all right. right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>